You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. You've got tough questions. We'll try to give you easy answers. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. Welcome into the show. I'm Kenny Ortiz. This is Theology for the rest of us, and I'm recording from the great metropolis of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. This is episode 267. That's right, 267. That's uh, that's the area code for my cell phone. That's one of the area codes for the city of Philadelphia. I've, I've had the same uh, mobile phone number for, oh, I don't know, 17 plus years now. Um, so this is episode 267. And in this episode, I'm going to do something I've never done before. In fact, this is something I never thought that I would do. And that is, I'm going to respond to a comment that I got in a review from a listener of the podcast. Uh, Before I get to that, just a quick reminder about reviews, as I'm mentioning reviews. Uh, Reviews and ratings, they're a big help to the show. Uh, So if this podcast has been helpful to you, if it's been a blessing to you, if you have found it to be insightful or resourceful in any way whatsoever, please do me a huge favor. Head on over to whatever podcast app or directory you are familiar with and leave a great rating, especially, especially if you are an Apple podcast user uh, using this on iTunes or the Apple podcast uh, app on your iOS device. Uh, Do me a huge favor. Leave a five-star rating, a great review. Tell the world you love the podcast. Uh, those are a big, big help because, in essence, they help us reach more people. So, to all of you who have already left reviews, big thank you. And for those of you who will do so, big thank you to you as well in advance. Okay, so let's get to this uh, review uh, that I want to respond to. Uh, now, if I'm honest, I don't check the reviews often. As frequently as I ask for them, I don't really check them. Um, it, it had been it had been several months, actually, I think, since I checked uh, the reviews. But just a few days ago, I, I happened to uh, log on and, and check the reviews on my iTunes, uh, on my desktop, and just was perusing the reviews to see what people were saying. And most of them are, are definitely very positive. Uh, in fact, most of the feedback I get for this show is incredibly positive. I get loads of emails and, and tweets and, and and comments from people that are are incredibly encouraging. So uh, really excited about that. Um, so again, I, I don't often check the reviews, and and honestly, I've I've actually been ripped before uh, quite a bit. Uh, again, on the reviews, on Twitter, by email. I mean, I, people have ripped on me. There's been some some really really nasty things said about me on the internet. But uh, I've got really thick skin. Uh, honestly, I really do. Uh, those comments don't really bother me. Um, and on the Apple Podcast app, I've got as of the recording of this episode, I think 186 reviews, which is a decent amount for the podcast. Uh, of this size. Um, most of them are five stars, uh, like 160 or more are five star reviews. Uh, there's a few four star reviews, a few three star reviews. Um, I think there's like six or seven, two star reviews and then like six or seven, one star reviews. So like 13 or 14 people gave me not so good reviews. Um, I've been ripped on. I've been called deranged. Uh, I've been called arrogant. Uh, one person said, I think I'm a big shot. Uh, another person said, this is probably my favorite. One person said that 
uh, my views or that people with my views have no place in civilized society. I thought that one was a little bit entertaining. I got a chuckle out of that, if I'm honest. Um, and, and the reality is this kind of goes to the territory. You know, the, the only way to guarantee no critical feedback is to say nothing at all. Right. Like if I want to be a resource to people, if I want to help people, I'm going to have to take the risk that I'm going to have some negative uh, comments come my way, which is fine. Doesn't bother me one bit. Uh, uh, Maybe if I'm honest, it bothers me a little bit. But most days I'm perfectly cool with it. Um, Okay, so usually I'm not going to respond to negative comments or or I'm going to try to do so in a very minimalistic way and very Christ honoring way. Uh, So the reason why I choose to respond to this one in particular is not so much with the review itself, but because I think they're, I think the review sort of um, shows us or sort of reflects a, a common thought and a common way of thinking that's out there that I believe is unhelpful and erroneous. I think it's a, a particular thought process that exists within the body of Christ that I think is not helpful to the body of Christ and actually potentially serves to divide the body of Christ. Uh, which I I don't think is good. And because I think this thought process is really prevalent amongst many believers, I figured I would address it on the podcast. Here's the review I got uh, several days ago. It's a two-star review, and it says this. Uh, He does a pretty good job explaining things in a way that is easy to understand. I don't agree with everything, but for the most part, I thought his theology was pretty solid. Let me pause there. Uh, first, let me just say thank you to whoever left this review, because uh, the first half of the review is uh, it's pretty good. You know, he says that I'm doing a pretty good job explaining theology in a way that's easy to understand. Um, that's my primary goal of the podcast. Like, the reason why theology for the rest of us exists is because I want to explain theological concepts for the layperson, for the person who's not been to seminary, who doesn't have you know advanced educational training in the in the realms of theology and biblical studies. Um, there are a lot of people out there who love Jesus, who read the Bible, who know a lot about the Bible, but but are not necessarily seminarians. You know, they don't are not overly academic in the way they approach things. This podcast is for that type of person, which is most of you listening to this. And that's awesome. And I'm I'm thankful for you. And you are the person I want to serve. And according to this reviewer, it seems like I'm actually doing that well. So praise God by his grace, he's given me the ability to do that well. So uh, I'm I'm really thrilled about that first part of the review because it feels like I'm hitting my goal, right? Which is really awesome. Uh, Okay. So the second part of the the review says this, however, questioning creation as he has is usually an indicator of some bad theology to come. And for that reason, I'm concerned. Hope I'm wrong. Um, this person is saying that I've questioned creation. And my response to that was, huh? What? No, I haven't. I was actually really surprised. I wasn't angry about this at all. I was was genuinely surprised. In fact, based on some of the other reviews I've got and some of the tweets and emails that I've got, I've had a lot of people claim that I wasn't giving science enough credence, that I was was relying too much on creationism or that I was in the tank for creationism, as one person told me. Um, So... I actually seemingly have gotten the opposite approach or opposite perspective from many people. I guess it goes to show you you're never going to make everyone happy, right? I mean, kind of no matter what you say, there's always going to be someone frustrated um, with what you say, right? That's that thinking that's maybe one of the lessons I've learned from this. But honestly, I don't think I'm questioning creation uh, at all. I mean, I, I believe God created everything. I, I'm not 
ever questioning creation. So, so to this reviewer and to anyone else that's ever thought that, I want to make it very clear. I am not questioning God's creation of all things. And I sincerely apologize if I've ever said anything that causes people to, to question that. I don't think I've said anything in that realm, but if I have, again, I'm sorry. I believe God has created everything. I believe in creation. Um, but what I am questioning are some of the prominent views about creation. I believe God created everything. That's absolute. However, what I think is fuzzy and unclear is how God created everything. Now, listen, I get where this person is coming from. I mean that wholeheartedly. I think this person is legitimately concerned with me maybe going off the rails. I, this person does not seem like he's being a jerk at all. I've gotten lots of comments from people who were being jerks to me. This person does not like that at all. This person seems like he or she really loves God, uh, really enjoys studying the Bible probably and, and studying theology, which is super cool. Um, but they seem concerned that maybe I might be saying things that will lead people astray or that maybe I've said something that will lead you know, I've said some things that lead him to believe or lead her to believe that down the road, I'm going to present some theology that is really going to be wacky or harmful. And honestly, this motivation this person have is noble. Honestly, I mean that. It really, really is. Um, however, I do believe there's some flaws to this person's ideology. I'm not questioning creation at all. What I'm doing is questioning particular views that I think are are not as clear in the scripture as some people make them out to be. It may be, um, I got to push back to this person quite a bit here. Maybe I'm not questioning creation, but what I'm doing is actually questioning this person's understanding of creation. I'm questioning his view of creation or, or what he believes Christians should believe about creation. And therefore he is saying, well, you're questioning creation, but I'm not questioning creation. Honestly, that assessment or statement really is unfair and unfounded. Um, and I've seen this in a lot of segments of Christ Christianity. I've seen this amongst a lot of people where, where um, you know, someone doesn't affirm your opinion or your position, and then you respond by making an exaggerated statement about them or an unfair statement about them or kind of attacking them. And you do it in a way that's really noble and seemingly Christ-honoring and gentle, but it's really founded in an erroneous ideology. I've seen this in a lot, a lot of people. Again, I'm not attacking this one reviewer. That's not my goal. It's not in me to want to attack my audience. I Really, it's not my, my goal. I've seen this in a lot of Christians, and I think it's really unhelpful, and I think it potentially brings division to the body of Christ unnecessarily. I believe there are multiple interpretations that are viable of Genesis chapter 1. I'm not questioning creation. I'm giving latitude for evangelicals to select from several viable interpretations of the scripture. My goal in this podcast is not to indoctrinate people. My goal is not to force people to believe what I believe. My goal is to educate and encourage. That's my goal. And sometimes a part of education is is challenging people or exposing flawed paradigms. That's a part of education. But my goal ultimately is to encourage and equip people. I want people to be confident in who God is, that God created all things, and that he loves them, that he is sovereign over all, and that we can absolutely trust him. That's my goal. Again, to educate and to encourage. My frustration is there are a lot of people out there 
that are expecting all Christians to follow their positions or their opinions on the secondary issues. And in my opinion, that's not an ideal way to handle these matters. I don't think that's the best way to approach topics like this. Again, I believe in creation. I believe God created everything. I believe he created human beings. I believe he is perfectly sovereign over all things. I believe he made everything for his own glory. I, I reject the, the Darwinian model of evolution, that we all evolved from single-cell organisms, that humans and all the create creatures and animals on planet Earth, that we all have a common ancestor, uh, the single-cell organism. Um, I reject the philosophies of naturalism and scientism. Um, I believe the Bible is the inspired and authoritative word of God. I believe the Bible has the final say. I believe the Bible is without errors. I believe the Bible is infallible, which means that it's incapable of making errors, that it's incapable of failing to accomplish what it has set out to do. Like I have an incredible amount of confidence in the Bible. I'm not sure how anything I've ever said would cause anyone to think that I am rejecting or denying creationism or that I am somehow undermining the authority of Scripture. Quite frankly, that's absurd. Here's what I have set forth. I believe there are multiple interpretations of Genesis chapter 1 that are viable. I've covered that extensively over the last dozen plus episodes over the last several months. I believe there are uh, multiple theories and models of the origins of the earth and the universe. And and I talked about that when I talked about the five prominent views of, of the origins of, of humanity and the age of the earth. I believe there are multiple theories and multiple models that talk about the origins of humanity. That, that's what I've been doing this entire series uh, for. It's to kind of talk about all the different opinions. I've done multiple interviews with people who have different opinions. I've, I've brought people on that I disagree with to try to get all the perspectives out there. But I'm not sure how that has led anyone to believe that I deny creation. I do not deny creation. Uh, now, I don't necessarily believe that you have to embrace one way of thinking in order to be a good Christian. I believe that conservative evangelicals have multiple options. Um, I do not believe that that you should just believe uh, what your parents tell you or what your pastor tells you. Heck, don't even believe just what I tell you or what one of my interview guests tells you, right? I believe every Christian should seek to be faithful to the text. Do your best to read the Bible and to figure out what it actually says. Study hard, read a lot, listen, examine, and, and pray. Pray a lot, maybe more importantly than all things. Pray a lot about these sorts of things and determine for yourself what you think the Bible is saying. And please, please, please do not demand that other people agree with you on every single point of theology or do not demand that people agree with your position on the secondary issues. In my opinion, that's just a little unfair and quite frankly, it's somewhat obstinate. With all due respect, I, I think that's a flawed way to view the world and I think that's what I saw in this reviewer here. Um, and that's what I've seen in a lot of people, and that's why I felt the need to address it in this episode of the podcast. Friends, let's be gracious to one another when it comes to topics like this, topics that are the non-essentials of the faith. These are secondary issues. These are not uh, issues that are foundational to the gospel or the Christian faith. Let us be gracious to one another on these sorts of topics, and let us not make exaggerated, unfair statements about people just because they don't agree with us. Creation 
is important. God created it all. God is supreme over all. That is absolutely true and not up for negotiation. How God did it, in my opinion, is much fuzzier and not nearly as clear in the scripture. And therefore, I think there should be room for disagreement among Christians in this particular area. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. Hope it's been helpful and insightful. If you have a question or a topic that you want me to address on the podcast, I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me an email. The best address is heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at theologyfortherestofus.com. Or find me on Twitter. My handle is at Kenneth Ortiz. K-E-N-N-E-T-H-O-R-T-I-Z. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us.